Hello and welcome to What's Your Story? Threads of Human Experience, the podcast that weaves meaningful memories, unexpected lessons, and unforgettable encounters. host, Charlotte Holmes, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing the realities of postpartum. This episode deals with sensitive topics and difficult conversations. Listener discretion is advised. When Yelda Kazmini gave birth to her son, she wondered why she felt so disconnected, especially when everyone was telling her it was supposed to be the happiest time of her life. The anxiety she was experiencing made her stomach feel like a washing machine, consistently turning, and her head felt heavy as racing thoughts made it feel like her brain was pushing against her skull. Something just didn't feel right with with me when when I gave birth to him. I wasn't happy. I wasn't joyous the way you would expect a new mom to be. And uh, I I felt inside something wasn't right. But the doctors and the nurses reassured me that everything will be okay. And, you know, it's just the new mom thing. It's just lack of sleep, all of that. For years after her son was born, Yalda struggled with postpartum mental illness. She had a rare combination of both postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, as well as psychosis. It got to a point where I started to have uh, dissociation from reality, where I would kind of walk around and pinch my own skin or the skin of other people around me to see if I'm real or if people around me are real, if the world around me is real. I kept questioning, you know, my son's existence, even though I physically saw him, but then I wondered if he was real. Yelda's thoughts continued to get worse as the months went on, getting to the point where she was having thoughts of hurting her son. Friends and family acted to support Kazmini and reassured her in any way they could. But one day, when changing her son's diaper, Yelda had an overwhelming thought. A thought to harm her son. Uh, I got up to throw away the diaper and I just had a thought to crush his skull with my foot and he was right underneath me and I did. I lifted my leg to do so and then suddenly kind of snapped out of it. Um, And, you know, I attribute it to it could be so many different things why my brain just suddenly snapped out of it. But I realized what I was about to do and I just screamed and asked for my mom to take my son and asked to be taken to the hospital. Yelda was hospitalized for three weeks. Now, nearly 10 years later, playing basketball together is just one of the many ways Yelda connects with her son. Yelda joined me in studio to discuss her journey through postpartum, where she explained to me how much even little moments like those remind her of the great bond and connection she has grown with her son since her hospitalization. And it wouldn't have been possible without getting the help she needed Though she admits getting the right medical treatment came by luck more than anything. Yeah, so getting the correct medical help actually kind of came by luck. 
Um, I had gone to my family doctor, which again, had given me the original kind of the medications that I was on and I was reacting to a lot of them. And, uh, I was in such a severe state that my sister one day recommended an organization called Families Matters. And there was a postpartum advisor there who happened to come visit me at my house and talk to me about this. And she immediately after about five minutes told me like, you are not well, you need to go to a specialized clinic. Fortunately, Yelda was able to get the help she needed. She was hospitalized for three weeks and continued to seek support and comfort through friends, family, and the Women's Health Clinic. I first met Yelda in 2021, when I interviewed her about a book she had just released, sharing her and her family's story. Unapologetic Truths, the realities of postpartum we don't talk about. Though new to the topic at the time, our conversation helped to broaden my understanding of the reality of such a severe and pressing issue for many mothers and families. In Canada, 23% of mothers report feelings consistent with postpartum depression or an anxiety disorder. However, accessing the proper care and help that mothers and families need during this time isn't so easy. The state of women's health in our country is stressed and strained. Notoriously, it has been underfunded and under-researched, ultimately creating a gap for many women in getting the proper help they need. But Moss Postpartum House is a resource hub here in Calgary working to change that. Located in Hillhurst, the red-bricked house looks quaint and cozy from the outside. A brown wooden deck spans across the front of the house, and as I walk up the steps, the boards creak under my feet. Opening the door, I'm kindly greeted the moment I step in. Heart-shaped cutout banners hang down from the ceiling, and after taking off my shoes, I turn to the right and walk into the front reception. There's a long, emerald green velvet couch that fills the space across the window. I take a seat and wait. The house feels light as it gets ready for the day. From the psychologists to the chiropractors, the house turns to home as people arrive, walking up and down the hallways. Paige Barlow is the founder of Moss, and she explains the house's design was very much intentional. I feel like we've created a space here where um, parents are showing up um, more in vulnerability. So oftentimes um, clients will come in and they'll be sitting on that couch that you seen when you came in. And um, sometimes they're crying, sometimes they're upset, sometimes they're, they're kind of voicing their concerns to our client care team. So um, I really wanted to create this vulnerable space and I just don't think um, there are a lot of places that have the vulnerability built into um, their clinic. And I think that just takes an, is an extra special, um, is extra special just especially for Moss. But I think the humans inside this house are, are what make it extra special. Previously, Paige worked as a postpartum doula. It was her clients who helped her to understand the various needs mothers and families experience postpartum. So I was a um, postpartum doula for 11 years and a birth doula as well. And I was noticing that um, when I was taking clients to get support after they had their baby, I was often driving to multiple locations um, for them to get the support they needed. Oftentimes we were either chest feeding or bottle feeding in the parking lot in between appointments. And um, 
often the places that we were going into felt very clinic-y and um, sterile. I often found that like with, with clients um, and when we go into appointments, it's almost like they were armoring up and putting on the suit of armor before they were going into their appointment. Walking alongside her clients in these intimate and emotional moments of their postpartum journey inspired Paige to help work at addressing the gap. So with the help of her friends and family, Paige found a Moss postpartum house in 2019 as she wanted to support mothers and families in a larger way. Yeah, I think we're just um, creating like a literal space that people can come to. Like this is a market that isn't tapped and a lot of people don't have places to go or they have multiple locations to go. And we're trying to be inclusive of all types of families and filling the gap where everyone feels supported and welcome and cared for and nurtured and loved. Okay, Moss Postpartum Pete speaking. This is Paige. <laughs> Over the years, the hallways and rooms in the Moss house have transformed to accommodate and address the specific needs of those in the postpartum period, as Paige and her team have worked to expand the services they offer. There are gaps in, in um, postpartum that need to be filled for the full, well-rounded care of the family. So, um, like you said, pelvic floor physio, chiro, osteopath, um, um, who else do we have? Massage therapy, acupuncture, uh, mental health is, is a big, big thing that we've just um, started hiring more um, therapists and psychologists for. So we're just yeah trying to get all those niches. Sometimes things come that we think are going to be a fit and they work and sometimes they don't. But it's just like this master puzzle piece that we're putting together and our clients let us know um, what they're wanting and what they're not wanting. So it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. Opening a door for women and families to a form of personalized care has allowed Paige to help address the issues she saw as a postpartum doula and fill the gap. Looking forward, Paige and her team have big plans for the future of Moss and hope its expansion will help more mothers and families. But for now, Paige is happy to know that when her clients step into the Moss postpartum house, they're stepping into a loving home. I just think everyone that comes through the door is really feeling the nurturing and the love from every all of our practitioners, but our client care team and me and Erin. Um, that's very important to us that everyone feel welcome when they come in um, and that this be a safe space no matter where you're at. With the postpartum period affecting all those who give birth differently, it is important to recognize the many impacts one may experience, especially when related to postpartum mental health, given its prevalence. Both Paige and Yelda have spent the last handful of years working to raise awareness of the issue and address the gaps in the systems to access the needed support and resources. Yelda explains how as a society, the more educated we are on the issue, the better mothers and families can be seen and heard in getting the help they need. People need to just uh, be more educated about this topic a little bit more because I, while I had some immediate family that was very supportive, I also had people in my life who were very dismissive. And I attribute my getting sick for as long as I did to the severity as I did from those daily stressors coming in from other sources around me. And I feel like, um, you know, we need to do a lot better as a society, whether it's in the medical system or whatever it might be, for people to understand this 
area of mental health better so that people are not so dismissive so people can actually get the right help. And I think even family doctors need to understand it better and understand the resources within their cities that are available to people so that they can relay that to patients as needed. You've been listening to What's Your Story? Threads of Human Experience. I'm your host, Charlotte Holmes. Special thanks to Yelda Kazimi and Paige Barlow for joining me on today's episode. This series was produced in Mokinskis, also known as Calgary, the ancestral lands of the Ninsipipi, Heya Nikora, Tsutsina, and Metis people. This series is part of the Community Podcast Initiative based at Mount Royal University, where we are grateful for the opportunity to create, learn, and grow. As our stories intersect, we see value and importance in learning about the people and places where our lives unravel, and recognizing the responsibility to decolonize our media practice. What's Your Story? Threads of Human Experience is powered by Shaw. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can pull more threads and discover more stories.